Welcome to the Liturgist Podcast. You are now listening to Black History is American History. I'm William Matthews. Hey, I'm Propaganda. I'm Nikki Black. And I'm Andre Henry. Today's moment in Black history, Thurgood Marshall. Thurgood Marshall was born July 2nd, 1908, and was an American lawyer who served as Associate Justice of the Supreme Court of the United States from October 1967 until October 1991. Marshall was the court's first African-American justice. Prior to his judicial service, he successfully argued several cases before the Supreme Court, including Brown versus Board of Education. Born in Baltimore, Maryland, Marshall graduated from the Howard University School of Law in 1933. He established a private legal practice in Baltimore before founding the NAACP Legal Defense and Educational Fund, where he served as executive director. In that position, he argued several cases before the Supreme Court, including Smith v. Allwright, Shelley v. Kramer, and Brown v. Board of Education, which held that racial segregation in public education is a violation of the Equal Protection Clause. In 1961, President John F. Kennedy appointed Marshall to the United States Court of Appeals for the Second Circuit. Four years later, President Lyndon B. Johnson appointed Marshall as the United States Solicitor General. In 1967, Johnson successfully nominated Marshall to succeed retiring Associate Justice Tom C. Clark. Marshall retired during the administration of President George H.W. Bush and was succeeded by Clarence Thomas. In 1987, Marshall gave a controversial speech on the occasion of the bicentennial celebrations of the Constitution of the United States. Marshall stated, the government they devised was defective from the start requiring several amendments, a civil war, and major social transformations to attain the system of constitutional government and its respect for the freedoms and individual rights we hold as fundamental today. In conclusion, Marshall stated, some may more quietly commemorate the suffering, struggle, and sacrifice that has triumphed over much of what was wrong with the original document and observe the anniversary with hopes not realized and promises not fulfilled. I plan to celebrate the bicentennial of the Constitution as a living document, including the Bill of Rights and the other amendments protecting individual freedoms and human rights. Marshall died of heart failure at the National Naval Medical Center in Bethesda, Maryland at 2.58 p.m. on January 24, 1993, at the age of 84. Marshall once bluntly described his legal philosophy as this, you do what you think is right and let the law catch up. Even the idea of interpreting the Constitution as a living document right. rather than something static. And to me, to be the first Black Supreme Court justice mm-hmm. saying this, I mean, that's that's radical. It's very radical, but to be Black in America is radical. Yeah. <laughs> and so we understand that clearly this situation is not perfect, nor was it ever, and that we... And other people had to do what was right and allow the law to catch up because just because it is lawful doesn't mean that it is right. So true. So people let the law govern them. And law is often not at all tied to morality and ethics. Mm -hmm. So you have to have 
a conscience. You have to have your own moral and ethic code because segregation was lawful. Mm-hmm. Chattel slavery was lawful. Mm-hmm. Marital rape was lawful until the 1970s. Mm-hmm. Wow. So just because it's the law that allows you to do it doesn't mean that that is what you ought to be doing. And so I, I think that that is like that is such an important ideology and concept. Yeah. What other conclusion could he have come to? Right. You know, living through what he lived through and and all that. What other what other conclusion can you come come to when this document like it it just did not provide for your safety or your freedoms. Right. You know, if you're a person of color. Exactly. If you were a person of color, if you were black. a woman, you know, mm-hmm. if you were gay, mm-hmm. we're experiencing this now. We're understanding law, the laws differently. We need to reinterpret them. We are amending them. We are, because we, we understand that they are uh, archaic that they they don't necessarily reflect humanity. They are not humanizing. Laws are not humanizing. Mm-hmm. Don't you think it's an interesting place, though, of being handed, right, this document called the Constitution, which is what the framers intended, how government should be or how American life should be. And I guess, you know, I think a lot of the difference between conservative and more liberal type politics is going to be a grandiose overstatement. But I think... Underneath both is generally on the conservative side, there seems to be like some sort of strict adherence to the legality of this is exactly how we have to operate because this is exactly what they said then. And it's almost kind of like a a type of fundamentalism, right? Mm -hmm. And then typically liberals um, do interpret the law or interpret these documents or what the framers intention as a living thing. And it feels like a lot of our politics are caught in between Uh, this tension of conservatism and progressivism, I guess. So Thurgood Marshall seems to situate himself coming from, like you said, his experience of America as as a Black man growing up in the South and then coming into a law degree, becoming a lawyer, becoming a judge, becoming solicitor general. And then now he is the first Black chief justice of America. Mm -hmm. And he seems to be trying to push this more conservative-leaning court into a reimagining of kind of their oath of what to protect and and how to administrate justice. I don't know if that was a question as much as (laughs) 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 me just saying like, what a crazy tension to be in. And, And I think that what was so hurtful, I think to a lot of people towards the end of his career was, you know, his appointment was superseded by another black judge mm-hmm. who almost became very aggressive in terms of how he viewed the law. So to have the first black Supreme Court justice kind of paved the way for a more progressive vision of of the Constitution and then to basically have another black judge come through and almost in an undercut. Undo. Mm -hmm. That that work. And it's not that the two men couldn't have disagreements as much Mm -hmm. as it definitely seems like there's been a, a, a very strategic agenda with Clarence Thomas on the Supreme Court to push this country back to a more um, conservative. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I agree with that. And I think that like, what we understand about the law as, as black people in particular, um, when we've had a very, very tumultuous relationship with the law, the carceral system, 
who are the laws for? What is the intention of the law? I think that that always is the question. What is the intention of this law? What is the intention of the system? Who is it to protect? And when you really start to interrogate, so that's what I love about Thurgood Marshall, the idea of like interrogating this established system and these practices and, and saying like, hey, I'm a lawyer, I'm a judge. Like clearly I'm here because I love this. This is not something that I hate. However, we have to look critically at everything that we're doing. I think that that's an mm-hmm. excellent example for all of us in every single occupation that you have or, or any walk of life that you're in. Looking at your position and, in, and being critical of it. You know, there are these, uh, there's a, a field of study in ideology, uh, critical race theory, you know, saying that we, we look at race critically, you know, there's the, the idea of reading a text, you know, in, in college and, and in high school, you learn to think critically about this. Don't just look at yeah. what is handed to you, mm-hmm. but think about the audience. Think about the background of the person writing it and what is the intention of this text, interrogating the text. There's um, in theology, you know, interrogating the scripture and looking critically at it. And so I think that that's the main lesson that I get from the life of Thurgood Marshall, to go into your field and be excellent, but also to be critical of of what it is that you are embodying or the system that you are working within. Thank you for listening to this episode of Black History is American History.